0: Hi, Rashid here. Uh, this is another episode of Integrated Circuits. Uh, in the last episode, I talked about FPGAs, uh, Field Programmable Gate Arrays. And today we are going to talk about the other type. Now, in this type, you don't uh, start with a finished uh, chip, um, you actually create your own one. So, you start with uh, all the hardware that you need to actually put onto that chip, um, and you design all that hardware. And all these hardware are designed in software. So, once you have your design done, then you send it to a fabrication plant, um, and they um, make that chip. Um, and send it back to you and then you give that you test that chip of course make sure it works um, and then you give it to your customers now this thing is once it's gone um, you know you cannot generally change the major functionality of the chip Uh, maybe some few things that you put for testing purposes uh, you can change and maybe you had some parts where it was based on a certain um, Permanent memory that you can change, but generally it's not that the hardware is fixed. You cannot change it um, and uh, So that is the disadvantage that you don't have that configurability that you had with FPGA but on the good side you had a lot more control of what you wanted to put in. You don't have any extra unnecessary logic there. You really optimize the hardware um, the best that you could to meet the the desired area. You know, maybe you just wanted a smaller chip, so you don't need all that big chip, FPGA where you're using half of it and half of it this is not used. Um... So it's, it's more control on optimization, which would give you better area, um, better size of the chip. It will give you uh, more performance. Maybe you can run it at much higher frequency than what you could have done with FPGAs. Uh, because you can you know, pick the right kind of transistor combinations. Um, for, a, for a circuit so better performance and you can optimize it even for, for better power. Uh, so you have a lot more freedom on what you can put in that chip and how you can optimize it and that's where they do want to just come plus if it would be this model would be feasible um, only when you are um, making thousands hundreds and thousands um, maybe tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands or millions of those chips because the 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 cost of designing and cost of fabrication is very high um, just the fabrication it will be in millions and then when you Think about uh, the, the software, the way you will build this chip. You know, even getting the license for some of those tools uh, will be in millions. So, it will be, it will be difficult. Um, so, sorry, it will be expensive to go through the whole process. And uh, then, even in the design stage, it's not just the tools or licenses of those tools that are expensive. You know, setting up whole design teams or uh, maybe going through different components and where you get those and then you put those together then the validation um, then the design phases and making sure the whole design is really good uh, so no bugs come from the Uh, the chip when it comes back it really works Um, and then a good testing a post silicon once you get the chip back a good testing mechanism in place so you can check it thoroughly make sure everything is being tested before you give it to customers and sometimes it takes you to get a few early versions of the chips back Um, just to make sure you know all testing happens and then you go to another final version for really the final production version which you give to the customers and all those rounds of fabrication will cost you money Uh, so the entire process is time consuming um, good bit of design and validation effort and at the same time um, expensive from the tools and then fabrication. So, yeah, those are the some of the negatives of um, uh, of this type, and the kind of application typically like any A six, which stands for application specific integrated circuits, which an IC that you make. For a particular application, for example, automotive and networking, or for any other field. Then you have seen chips from Intel, like this is i7, i5, i9 CPUs. Um, So you can have those CPUs, chips. Um, CPUs give you another form of configurability because your CPU is generic. So your CPU system can work on, on a certain architecture, so it's not limited to one application. I mean, you can write a software for that CPU, which can work for different applications. But whenever we call a CPU chip, it's really not just CPU. It has many other components um, on it. Um, so I typically prefer the use of system-on-chip word. Because these chips, or modern chips, really these are large systems um, on on that one chip. And we will talk more about what are the components of this system on chip. But uh, whether it's a system on chip, whether it's ASIC, whether it's CPU, or whether there are some uh, other IO related, some maybe a chip is. For a particular Ethernet which can be again ASIC as well or for certain other IOs for PCI or other IOs um, so in that case it can be IO chip but you know can be called ASIC as well so yeah that's the other type and which is the type which is mostly I mean if I talk about some um, technical things, then um, probably be this area would be my main topic, because I, I work on the on this part of the the chip, and my area, for example, is the backend design. So I'm gonna do another episode where I'll take you through the different uh, design components, and we can also talk about what kind of verification happens after silicon or after chip is made. And what kind of what is the fabrication process? So those are the good topics for some other episodes. So that's it for today. Hope you got some new information. And if you have any questions, you can always approach me on LinkedIn. My name is Rashid Iqbal. Um, take care of yourself. Talk to you next time.